0: Take me back when I was a kid. Never had to worry about what I did. But I'm a man now. What's the plan now? Gotta get it done. No time for fun now. Take me back when I was a kid. Never had to worry about what I did. But I'm a man now. What's the plan now? Gotta move. On. Stories that need to be told. Mike Young, passenger seat. Stock tip Dave, driver's seat. Almost late today A little late We let it slide If I didn't call you I wouldn't be in the car with you I'd be in an Uber <laughs> Very true Stock tip Dave Was doing his best last night He's trying to create This uh, podcast for Goal Connolly wants him On the podcast He wants him to help host it He wants to meet The characters at Goal Your neighborhood bar What's What kind of podcast Can you expect from that So Dave called me At 12 o'clock last night <clears throat> Read me the monologue For the opening It was a little choppy. I did a quick polish and a rewrite at 12:02. Sent it back to him at 12:06. At 12:15, I got a a text message, audio only, of Dave reading it. It was almost perfect, except there was one chunk of words that nobody could understand. So Dave's gonna have to redo it, which is just what practice is, bro. That's what voiceover work is. do over and over and over. You gotta do it five times over, and then you do it, then you record it. But. I think that's a good idea. I think you guys should do a goal podcast. It hasn't been done. I have not heard of a podcast yet where it's a podcast of the neighborhood bar. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Has there been one? Um, Nothing I'm aware of. I know there's a new podcast that's on a billboard. It's called the Ron Burgundy Podcast. Right. So that's I don't have no idea what that is. Is it Will Smith doing a podcast? Will I mean, Farrell. Will Ferrell. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. Ron Burgundy. But that's the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Nobody, nobody's funnier than Ron Burgundy. So. Gold does a podcast. I think it would be very cool if every week... Excuse me. If every week people tuned in and they wanted to hear stories about the locals at the bar. And if you really fell in love with the characters like you did on Cheers... You would want to tune in every week and see, is Travis doing well as an actor? Is Eustace doing well as a producer? How's uh, you know, how's Laura doing in her brand new job? Did she find love in the streets of LA? How is, you know, <laughs> how's Connolly doing as an Irish pub owner? How you know not an Irish pub, but a Irish, he's Irish <laughs> and it's a pub and he's an owner. How's uh, you know, how's Akeem doing in the world of acting? How's uh who else What other characters Do you have in there You know Dr. Rico What, what are we going to learn From Dr. Rico Is Dr. Rico Going to find love Also You know In LA While telling us About the latest In heart surgery <laughs> And what you can do For your health Who's a, He's a true certified You know Heart surgeon So I think you know, I think it'd be a cool idea for a podcast. You just have to solidify the characters that you want to do, that you want to interview every week, stay consistent, and always pick up on their stories. You know, you'll talk to Judah, who's a party promoter, whose job it is in L.A., which is an interesting job because nobody around the country really knows about these type of jobs, but he brings girls out to bars and he gets paid from bar owners to bring pretty girls to bars. It's not, yeah, it's not, sounds like sex trafficking but it's not it's just <laughs> los angeles and the way it works out in la so judah it's called being a club promoter you know they put girls you know a bunch of girls sometimes live together in apartment complexes and then they're called out of you know 11 o'clock at night to go make the bar look better it's right. been going on for a thousand years that business but you could talk to judah you could talk to the girls you can ask the girls how they feel about being, you know, a, a model in a promoter's circle. You know, what's that life like? Did they see that for themselves when they were, you know, leaving Iowa as the homecoming queen? <laughs> you know, thought they were going to come out here and, you know, appear in uh, Hello, Dolly. Yeah, there's a few from Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City girls coming out here. You know, they thought they'd be on a sitcom. Maybe they're going to, you know, play opposite Connolly on Entourage. But instead, they're sitting at a table with Judah you know sipping tequila for free and getting paid $50. So, I think you need to talk to them and see psychologically what's going on. So, I think if you I think if you get fall in love with the cast of those characters and you do it every week then you'll have a good little run. But in the meantime, only tune into stories that need to be told by Mike Young. <laughs> and that's what you should really be doing. So, I'm gearing up for a tour, bro. I got one bag Saget's got three suitcases each Him and his wife are coming And it's me and Bob And we are going to do 13 shows In 15, 16 days out in the East We're doing Washington, D.C. tomorrow night We're doing New Jersey Count Basie Theater on Thursday night Uh, We're doing PlayStation Theater on Saturday night Then we're going to Rutledge, Vermont Derry, New Hampshire Foxwoods Casino Boston, Massachusetts uh, where else are we playing? Actually, is Dairy, New Hampshire Where the movie It takes place? I don't know, Dave, it's but that's a Derry. great trivia And let's look around at this traffic And see if there's not an option for us <laughs> But I have no idea where D- Derry, New Hampshire is But Saget's got it all coordinated We got cars taking us places We got planes, trains, buses It's all going down So it's going to be very exciting And it's going to be my goal I have a, very, I have a short-term goal my short-term goal is to have a brand new half hour of fresh material coming off these shows. So every night I want to be on stage banging out new material, you know? I'm going to call my guy at Gotham Comedy, Chris Mazzilli. See if he can't put me up on Friday and Saturday or Saturday when I'm not working. Um, it's going to be an interesting run, man. Sagas, you know, I'm getting paid... Really well From all the venues So part of our deal Was that I got to Find my own housing While I'm here (laughs) Which actually Turned out to be fine Because a friend of mine Has got a beautiful Apartment in New York And she's let me Just have it Oh wow So I have a Badass place Up in Columbus Circle So any of my friends That I was reaching out to You're off the hook (laughs) I'm not staying with you I got my own place Up in Columbus Circle I'll be staying there For you know Whatever days I'm in New York City (laughs) Excuse me I looked up yesterday at my phone and I realized I walked 10 miles. How long did it take? It was just all day. I was just apparently walking around and my only problem is I don't remember walking 10 miles. Like, I'm, I, I don't know what happened yesterday. I just looked up at the end of the day and 10 miles were gone. I know I walked from Voda Spa home I know I walked from dropping this car off on Las Palmas and and Hollywood home. I know I walked to the Grove twice. I know I walked to, to uh, past Goal once. I know I walked to. I don't even know where else I walked. I walked around Pacific Design. I mean, uh, Pacific Pan Pacific Park. I have no idea where I walked, but I looked up nine point six miles I walked yesterday. So I'm wondering. To, I was like wondering today why my body is like beat up i think 10 miles is a lot of miles Are you sore or dehydrated both i drank a lot of water yesterday but i'm definitely a little bit sore i did not need to eat the chocolate rice crispy treat before i went to bed because i ended up with a sugar <laughs> headache in the middle of the night i was like why do i have a weird allergy type headache and it was i think if you eat a, a chocolate rice crispy treat you're bound to get a sugar headache Anyway, these shows are going to be awesome, and Sag and I are, uh, we're waiting to get the go-ahead on what day Videos After Dark is going to premiere on television, so right now we know that, uh, it's going to be a 10 o'clock show, we just aren't sure which day, so the show came out last Tuesday, excuse me, Uh, the ratings were not great, did you watch it? How'd you like it? No, I like I liked it. You could be honest. No, You're not gonna hurt my feelings. No, we talked about it before. I um no, I liked it. From there was like, I would say like seventy percent of the videos were good, and then there was just some that like are like, like you've seen before or like just average. Yeah, like there was some I was you know I bursted out loud laughing, and then there was just some I was just like okay. Yeah. So that, that's funny that you said that because ABC and Debona Productions, they've been scrambling to find new videos for the show when it comes back out. So we've been putting new clips into shows. So that's what's happening right now. We're putting new clips into shows and they're restructuring them and then they are uh, doing all the sound design for them. And then we'll let you know when they're coming out. But I think it's going to end up being in the fall, like October. So that's going on. On a business tip, Kevin Connolly and I, Kevin, my producing partner, as of now, (laughs) is um, we are at the two-yard line of getting the Jam Master J Run DMC exclusive rights. Nice. And once we do that, I I know it's going to happen, so it's probably going to happen within the next 48 hours. Um, I have to buckle down and start to write Jam Master J's story and I have to do it in a sequential order that makes sense for the narrative to make it a 10-part or 8-part series. Really? For Netflix or Hulu or Amazon or wherever we take it, we're going to try to make this thing an 8-part uh, series. My idea, tell me if you like this idea, Dave. My idea is, is to make every episode <coughs> a different year in their career right cool. I'd like that. so 1980 they sign their first epic deal with profile records the group comes together they get in the studio they're going to form the band the, the the band is formed and their first song gets produced boom 1981 next episode Sucker MCs comes out Hits the radio Becomes a massive hit Run DMC is the biggest rap group In the game right now While that's happening Guys like LL Cool J And Slick Rick Are also getting signed To the Def Jam label It's up and it's running And Jam Master J Is trying to get off the streets He's got one foot in the streets He's got one foot in the In the music world Episode 3 King of Rock Or whatever song is next The follow up to Sucker MCs Comes out Now you know It's it's getting more intense people want to hang around run dmc the street dudes that are in the drug game and you know stuff like that some bad guys want to hang around the group and they try to navigate. How do you get out of the streets, you know, while still being loyal to your friends? That's the next episode. Episode after that, they get the call. They want to, they're blowing up. They got to go to Japan for a show because they got the number one record in the world. And they have no idea. These are three kids from Queens, New York, who've never been to Japan. And Jay and his best friend, Hurricane, are going through their tor- turmoil because Hurricane is still in the streets robbing people. Dealing drugs You know Sticking people up Like doing real You know Scary stuff For You know A kid He's living the street life But simultaneously He's learning how to DJ So there's like Light at the end Of the tunnel for him Next year 84 So You understand what I'm saying Oh yeah And that's a good, good idea So was, give me each episode An hour Each episode One hour Each episode Represents a different year You know <laughs> And we just do it Like that uh, We could do it By year and song so I'll see how many songs came out exactly during those years. But for now, I already know I know how I get before I'm about to write something big. Yeah. And I'm I'm getting anxious, I'm getting a little bit nervous, I'm starting to like meditate more just so I can do more studying. You know, I'm gonna have to study a lot. I'm gonna need Connolly to get like he's gonna have to, you know get help help me get the lookbook together. Help me get the artist, you know, on board to do the lookbook. And while I'm crafting and writing the summaries, he can get the designer and the artist to get going on his end. So I'll basically just be writing the summaries, sending them over to Kevin, and like an assembly line, we'll just start putting this together so the pitch is ready. And then while that's all happening, we got to find a, an African-American director who loves the project to bring on board to either direct one or all, or we'll, we'll see. So i got some ideas. Kevin's got some ideas. And uh, we'll go from there. I can't stop yawning because of the 10-mile walk yesterday. At least you got a six-hour plane flight ahead of you. Five. Five. I hope. Please don't say six. Depends on the the tailwinds. Let's get some tailwinds going. West to east, you (laughs) usually get tailwinds. It's usually faster going over there than here. Yeah. Um, So that's happening. And then, uh, I don't know. I haven't talked to Bob this morning. Usually he calls me in the morning before he leaves. But right now, he is not called. Oh, you, you've and been are the, uh, editing for single mic. Editing. Single mic update. So my editor took it a certain distance, and he did a great job. But now we need to give it a little dash of style, flavor, and color. So I'm bringing in another editor just to do a three-day pass, like what we like to call a pace pass on the show. So we just want to get the pacing up, no fat in the scenes. We want comedy pacing back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. We don't want it to be sitcom We want it to be smooth, kind of like, uh, you know, the show Insecure. But if you watch any of these shows, you realize there's no fat. There's no actor saying like, um, um, you know, there's no, everything is just dialogue, dialogue, information, information, you know. And by the way, I'm learning a ton doing this. And it's it's really uh, it's it's been a great process. So Kevin, me, Gary Goldman, everyone's getting on board. Chelsea Kane is so funny and amazing in the show. I didn't realize so many people know who she is. Yeah, no. Did you see that I've been in karaoke last night last week? Yeah, karaoke. I was holding hands with her, I'm in love with her. Oh uh, no, <laughs> yeah. no, but like we were sitting there and two people <clears throat> two people who've never been in a goal were like, oh my god, that's Chelsea Kane, and they came up and got a picture with her. Yeah, she's adorable and she uh, she was on Disney as a kid. Right, I think so. Yeah, she was in a big Disney show. Then she was on Baby Daddy, or ba- or Baby Mom, Ma- some show called baby-, yeah, baby. I think it's Baby, I think it's Baby Daddy or Baby Mama. There was a baby in it, and Chelsea had it. I'd have a baby with Chelsea. <laughs> so Chelsea, uh, yeah, we had a great time. She came, she hung out a Goal, and uh, you know we'll see. I'm very excited about single Mike. We just got to get our team together to. Uh, Dave, I think you're gonna to wanna to be in the middle lane. Don't don't freak out or get nervous, but just you know I can't at the moment. Just Yeah, don't worry about it. Just do it when you can. After that big car. Yeah, after that giant truck. That big Chevrolet. Anyway, I'm digging my apartment. I still gotta buy two lamps. I might have you buy a couple lamps while I'm gone. Okay. Okay? And you have full access to the building now. Stock Tip Dave has full access to my building. He can go in the gym. He can go in my place. He can go He can go to the pool, to the sauna. Have you tried the sauna? Oh, yeah. How was it? It works sometimes, and sometimes it doesn't, like, there's a noticeable difference in how hot it gets. Yeah, but did you know, do you know what buttons to hit? Yeah, there's, a, there's a, a thing on the wall that says press first, press second, and then it's supposed to turn on. Yeah, did you do that? Yeah. You yeah. Have to, when you do that, you got to give it time, like a half hour. Let it heat up. Yeah. Then I would say go in there with a giant glass of water and pour the water on the rocks. That's what I haven't done yet is pour water on it. Yeah, yeah. Go old school. Old school. Water on the rocks. Um, Anyway, pickleball is my new obsession. Uh, (laughs) Leo has had pickleball at his house every day. Every day I'm playing pickleball. I tried to tell my friends that I'm a solid pickleball player. I tried to tell my friends that I grew up playing racquetball, that I was going to be very good at pickleball. Some might have believed me, some might not have. And then I showed up at pickleball and I'm playing very well. And it's such a fun game that I'm actually upset that I'm leaving because I can't play pickleball this week. I mean, Leo's so hooked on pickleball that when I walked up there, he was having a meeting with the director of La La Land (laughs) in his pickleball outfit. Like he didn't even change for the meeting. So he's holding all meetings surrounding his pickleball game. So play. his priorities are pickleball, meetings, then making great, amazing movies and winning Oscars. Pickleball many, is number one. How many people play pickleball? And is it like, like tennis? Is it two or four? Two. Two? It's teams of two. We got about 10 people up there. We do round-robin tournaments. Um, the funniest is I brought Sebastian of to Leo's to play pickleball because he asked and he said he could play pickleball so I I called Leo's assistant just to see if if it was okay if I brought Sebastian up there he got the nod he got the okay and then Sebastian came up and of course Sebastian ends up being on Leo's team and they end up winning the championship (laughs) so he was asking you about his name the other day yeah yeah yeah. he was asking me who Sebastian was and what his name was again Um, because Leo had never heard of him and never watched his comedy but He's so cool that when Sebastian left He actually went and looked at his comedy And he watched his comedy special <laughs> And he really dug it a lot And he called me basically And next time I saw him at Pickleball Was basically saying you know, Yo, your boy Sebastian's hilarious, man He's hilarious And he reminded him of his friend Gad Who's a big time French comedian Like one of the biggest in the world That's the guy you mentioned Who you said liked your comedy Yeah, so I had no idea I'm always surprised when like a highlight I don't know why I'm surprised I think I'm a very good comedian <laughs> Like very good. But I'm always surprised when I hear like some big time comic is a fan of mine. This happened to me once before. I was at the improv. Hannibal Burris walked up to me. And he's like, yo man, I love your shit, man. I love your comedy. See, here's what's funny, I know you're a comedy, but you're I don't know. You're just interrupting me in the middle of a sentence, Dave. Strike. Um Hannibal Burris walked right up to me and gave me a compliment. And I was so thrown off that I thought that he thought I was somebody else. I was like, Are you sure? He's like, no, man, I love it. Then he started quoting my jokes. So then I knew it was me. And then now Emmanuel, beautiful Emmanuel Shariki from Entourage, we were all at dinner one night, and she was like, Mike, my friend Gad, the comedian, asked if I knew you. He loves your comedy. So I'm like, you know what? It's just a matter of time before I crack that ceiling, before I break the seal. It's got to happen, like, soon, man. You know? Because the material's tight. And the work is there, and I just got to get on stage all the time. I want to punch the manager of the comedy store in the face. I'm not going to do that, (laughs) but I want to punch him in the face. And I just want to punch him in the face, not to hurt him, just more of like a wake-up call, like, yo, bro, what are you doing? How many more of our friends do I have to put in movies before you put me on the stage at the comedy store every night, why am I not in the middle of the lineup? Why am I not following Sebastian? Why am I not following Theo? Why am I not following Dalia? you Brian Callan, Joe Rogan? Do you want to see me follow anybody? I could follow anybody. Anybody, nobody it, could I not follow? I'll follow anybody. And it's upsetting to me that he's not putting me up and I gotta call him and see what the beef is and I wonder if it's like I don't know man. I don't know what the beef is. I want to say what I think it is, but I, I don't want to get into a, a gossipy thing. I don't know. All my friends want to come see me at the comedy store. I got no dates to tell them. I'm going to have to go to the improv and the laugh factory and just start getting on stage and doing my thing there. That's, that's another short-term goal. So two short-term goals for me, get ha- brand-new half-hour comedy ready, film it in May, after I've just done this run of shows, just film it. Maybe I'll have Kevin direct it, you know, seriously. And we'll film it somewhere, you know, that's big, that's packed. Um, and then the other short-term goal, obviously, sell single mic as a series. Get this thing to be a hit TV show. That's what needs to happen, okay? That's another short-term goal. That's two short-term goals. Third short-term goal, sell the Run DMC project. Make it, bang it. For a short term goal, get stories that need to be told to be a big podcast. We may have to leave all things comedy and go over to Connolly's new situation once we're ready, but for some reason, we're not getting the love that we need. And it's okay. I've lived under the radar for a long time. you know, I'm always four years behind everybody else. My whole life I have been. it's It's funny. like my whole career, I've been slow I'm a slow i'm just I'm just slow. I'm just like a slow, what do you call it? What do you call that? Like a slow developer? You get slow paced? I'm just I just take a slow marathon pace. You know? Like all my boys, anyone that blew up around me that I came up with in comedy, they all had four years on me. You know what I mean? Like Sebastian, all these guys when I met them, they were already four years into stand-up comedy. I started stand-up comedy when I was like 28 years old. I was old. Wait, Not wait. old, but I was I didn't I didn't I dreamed about it, but I never actually did it. So it's taken me longer, but really, year-wise, it's, I'm right on time. You know, I just need to stay healthy and strong and just keep my body and brain in shape, and I'm good. How's that sound? Dave's fully dressed and bare feet, ready. You should go take a sauna after this. I know. I was actually thinking about going over there after I dropped you off. Well, you, you got to wear shoes in there. Oh, yeah, you know, I got sandals. I just didn't. They're right here. Oh, yeah. You can wear sandals into the sauna. You can't work yeah. out in sandals. You drop a weight on your foot. Anyway, that's that's it. Anything you want to say, Dave? You want to talk about anything? Because because we're wrapping this up in 20 minutes. Yeah, it's been a busy few weeks. We'll uh, get some more podcasts out and uh, follow Mike's comedy all around the country. Follow me all around the country. If you need to see where I'm going to be, go to bobsaggett.com. Mike Young, Stock Tip Dave, we're out. Single Mike. When I was a kid, never had to worry take about what back, I did, but I'm a man now, the what's the now? plan I want- now, gotta get it down, no time for fun now, take me back, when I was a kid, never had to worry about what I did, but I'm a man now, what's the plan now?